Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Parenting Tools podcast. My name is Jason. And I am Jordan. This is the podcast where me and Jason just have a natter. We have a natter about what it's like to be parents and dads and we, we talk about our lives and all the stuff that's cracking off. It's cracking. <laughs> what was that? It's supposed to be Welsh. Really? <laughs> I'm not going to lie, your face dropped on one side and I was a bit concerned. <laughs> Jordan, what's been happening this week? Oh man, I don't want to start off on a negative, oh. but I've got a bit of dad guilt on the go. I've got, you know, just a, we've had a bit of a challenging day today. Oh no. I've always said that we've swerved tantrums, but we had some tantrums today and they were proper annoying toddler tantrums. <laughs> like my little boy, so he's three and a half and he's always been brilliant in terms of... of He's, you know, he's very energetic and loud, but he's never really been a, a tantrumer. And he's just started to, to have some tantrums. Oh. And today's was, um, he wanted to put his socks on himself, but he couldn't. So I said, oh, I'll help you. I want to do it myself. And I said, oh, all right, you can do it yourself, but I can't do it. I said, okay, I'll, I'll help you. No, I'll do it myself. So I said, okay, I'll do one. And then you can do the other. Like this is after calming him down and going back and forth for a little while. So I put his sock on. He went, no, that's on the wrong foot. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just, I just went, that's that's not a thing. That's not a thing. He's like, it is. It's on the wrong foot. And he is really kicking off and screaming and shouting. And yeah, so that was just. Oh, bless him. Completely different little boy today. Any reasons? Or just, I don't know. just one of those days? I'm going to put it down to one of those phases uh, that, you know, is hopefully shorter than it is long. But yeah, it's and then you try to cover your face as well a lot of the time. But um, then there's, there's some things that you can't, that I'm starting now, and I would really like to speak to someone that knows what they're talking about on this, where it's not just, oh, they're toddlers, they're little, they don't understand. Like today he was in the car, and um, he started to take his shoes off and he does it all the time because my little my little baby does it. Mm. So he copies her. And um, I said, don't take your shoes off. And he looked at me dead in the eye. I said, keep them on. And he just took them off. And I'm thinking, that's just pure defiance. Yeah, yeah. That isn't, I don't know what I'm doing. That is, I've made a conscious choice to disobey you. Yeah. To ignore what you're saying and, and do the, you know, do the opposite. So it's a different level now of, okay, I'll just let it slide. Then you've got the whole thing of, we've got a baby in the in the back doing it who doesn't know any better. She's yeah. in that. She's just a baby phase. We don't tell her off for doing it. Well, we do for the purpose of him. 
Mm. We're like, don't do that, Mai. Keep your shoes on. Yeah. If he wasn't there, we wouldn't be bothered because, you know, she's little. It's so interesting because we've, I know we talked about on the podcast before about the naughty step. Mm. We ditched that quite a few quite a few weeks ago, actually. Well, months ago now. Um, but it's that whole thing around discipline and how much they understand and yeah. actually what's going on like in their brain. And like, our daughter's been defiant for a long time. Um, but it's it's immediate defiance. And like what we've found is if we let her just chill out, she'll sort herself out and she'll be fine again. Yeah, yeah. She didn't mean to be. She's got herself wrapped up in this weird little mode where she's just going to hate everything. Um, but I don't know what's going on. Yeah. We should get a guess who knows what they're doing. We'll get one. We'll find one. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like that thing of, of shouting, you know, and you would say don't shout and they shout. Like that's how they express themselves. They've not got the emotional control yet. Mm. So I, I completely... I'm fine to let that go. Yeah. At times. But the just the flat out Oh, there's lines, isn't there, as well? And it's Yeah. It's it's so difficult. And it's like as parents we want to do you want to do what's best for them. And sometimes you really don't know actually. Sometimes you've just gotta discipline the way that you think you should and like not harming them but giving them boundaries whilst all always wrestling with that is this the best way that's actually gonna help them. Yeah, um, and it's like there's so much research nowadays, like with what's going on in babies' brains and kids' brains as they develop, and it's it's almost like, oh, okay, they don't quite understand that concept yet, so let's steer away from that. And it's some of it's good, and I'm 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 a bit cautious just to abandon the frameworks that we have, just because some research suggests that it's not helpful. Yeah, but on the other side, I'm kind of going, oh, I need to soften myself a little bit to those and actually look into them because i don't want to cause unnecessary discomfort or pain or harm or just you know when when you keep saying i oh, don't do that and it's that might not be the best thing to do in that moment mm. i find it so confusing but also you've got to crack on at the same time and so it's more the it doesn't i wouldn't say it keeps me up at night but it's one of those things that me and my wife are talking about more now actually yeah what is the best way to discipline yeah, yeah and yeah. provide boundaries analyzing how we were both brought up but also going we're all right but are there better ways and it's oh, it's so tough yeah yeah it's it's tricky and i mentioned dad guilt oh my life i've never really felt this before do you know people like go back to work and they say oh dad guilt and my i think my guilt is more that i'm just leaving my wife to it okay i'm like yeah. right you're dealing with that now it's not that i'm not there and i've got to do other stuff it's more like you could use an extra pair of hands today and i'm not around that's my yeah. guilt but I had a whole different level of dad guilt. That <laughs> you talk about unnecessary pain to him, me. So uh, our kids do a thing where I open the door for them to go to nursery, to go to the car, and they always run past the car and they run into the little bit of grass that we've got outside our house. It's a little thing they do. Mm. I go and get them, get them in the car. This particular day, we had like World War Three getting shoes on and um, trying to get his shoes on. Didn't want the shoes, wanted different shoes, couldn't find those shoes, couldn't want to keep his coat on, I put, I put your coat back on. And again, this is all very new to us. Normally it's, you know, get your shoes, get your coat, he puts them on, he's ready at the door. Yeah. Dear me, this particular day was was tough. Eventually, um, got out of the door and they did the thing where they, they run off and I said, right, back to the car. And he normally would go by himself. Today he didn't. 
So I had <laughs> my daughter in one arm and I had him him in the other and I tried to put him in the car one-handed. So I just swung him round, just bang, head on the side of the door. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, flipping heck, like this is the last thing. And he, so he's crying and I, you know, he hit his head pretty hard because yeah. I gave it a good <laughs> swing in. But I just What's had it? a thing of, I really hope he doesn't think that's a consequence. Ah, uh, yeah. And I'm sure he doesn't. But all all day, well, I'll say all day, for like the next few hours, I just kept thinking, I really hope he doesn't think I've whacked his head on the door. Because of the defiance. Because of the, yeah, because he wouldn't put his shoes on and yeah. because he ran off. I was just thinking, oh, I really hope he doesn't think that. And I, I took him to nursery and I said, oh, I've just, I've just hit his head on the door. If he complains about his head hurting. I've, the fact that I told them that, probably shows you how guilty i was yeah, feeling yeah. and the woman behind me went oh we've all done it <laughs> <laughs> i was like thank you <laughs> but um but yeah i just thought i really hope he doesn't think that that was intentional yeah i'm sure he doesn't and even if he does he wouldn't remember it because it was proper hard knocks to the head <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny isn't it the stuff that we like wrap ourselves up around yeah and like it's when when they get hurt that's the worst and especially if you've caused it like that is the worst yeah it's it's hard enough when they've hurt themselves and you weren't involved at all yeah to know that actually you were part of that happening it's oh, it's horrible and that's happened to me a few times yeah yeah and then like my wife comes home and she says oh how's your day like, daddy hit my head on the door <laughs> oh, no just turning the knife yeah I'd already, I'd voice noted her. All this I've just said to you, I'd voice noted her and said it to her. Oh. Um, I was just like, oh, we've had an absolute time of it. And then um, after that, the whole shoe thing, I went to pick them up from nursery. And I noticed that nursery staff workers do something so very brave. And I thought, that's just showing off. What's this? They bring the children to the door and put their shoes on at the door. So she, the, the, the woman carried my daughter through, sat her down, put her shoes, put her coat on, and they just do it. They just sit there and let them do it. I'm thinking, how are you doing that? I had World War Three kicking off this morning trying to put shoes on. <laughs> and you just do it in front of everyone watching. The last thing I'd have wanted this morning, getting them ready for nursery, for is a crowd. <laughs> Especially an invested crowd. <laughs> but you just, you just come out and do it in front of the parents like, yeah, look how easy this is. <laughs> I'm just thinking, dear me, that's brave. That's oh, it's so good. It's something about the environment, though, isn't it, as well? That they created nurseries and... I'm just I'm looking, convinced it is. looking at my daughter thinking, you sit still like that for me <laughs> tomorrow morning. I know you can do it now. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a... I know that was a big old moan to kick off the episode, but that's where I'm at and that's no, how I'm feeling. It's, it's so true, though, as well. It's like so many people have those bits of guilt for like really small things. Yeah, like, it's, it's gonna fit. Probably would have forgotten it. Like, yeah, and it'd be one of those things that, or oh, it just happens. It just happens, and he won't carry it. But I think we overanalyze everything, don't we? And just get stuck in our head. And but at the end of the day, like the things that he'll remember, the the consistent things over time. Yeah. Um, hopefully, not the time you whacked him. His head off the door. No, he's hope defiant. He <laughs> He's uh, he's currently rocking a black eye, his first black eye, <laughs> which um, you had a good weekend. <laughs> no, oh, it all happened. So yesterday, um, he he fell down the bottom two steps, got to the bottom of the stairs, and he slipped, mm. and uh, he hit his face on the, the step. So he had a bit of carpet burn on his eye. Mm. This was 
uh, I don't know what time, probably about 11. Then we went to some friend's house for lunch. And he said, oh, I'm going to go see Mark. It was Mark that was on the pod. Oh, nice. Uh, we were at their house. He said, I'm going to see Mark. And um, he fell off the chair getting down. And I was on the other side of the room thinking, he's just fallen again. And then as he was walking around to see Mark, he walked into the corner of the table on the eye that he'd hurt. So now he's got a bit of of carpet burn on the outside of his eye and a bit of a black eye on the inside where he just walked into into the table. (laughs) Dear me. And then uh, today he opened the um, living room door. And you might be thinking, "What, what else can happen to this child? No, it's now the other one. He didn't realize that his little sister was walking behind him, opened the door onto her, but onto her toe. So the bottom of the door went over her big toe and there was a lot of blood. Her toe's not looking too great, but it's kids, man. It's just one thing after the other. It happens. It happens. Like They just do stuff, don't they, constantly? But we didn't even realize you know, that she'd hurt her toe. Like, she cried a little bit because, oh, you know, the door hit her. Yeah. Um, and then we saw um, that she had some, what we thought was pen, because they were drawing on her oh, sock. Yeah. It was blood. Took the sock off and her toe was looking a bit bashed up. Oh, that's that's happened to us before. Mm. The toe under the door. Yeah. For now, and it was, it's horrible. You feel so guilty. Yeah. And for a while, because it takes a while to heal. <laughs> the toenail falls off and it's all gammy. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> But like they, they get over it. They Kids, do. They're resilient. They do. A lot more resilient than I am. Dear me. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee he's not talking about the head bump. <laughs> a week on. No. <laughs> Just wants Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. <laughs> or we're onto Spider Man. Different story. For oh, really? Different, different story for a different day. Keeps just shooting webs at people in shops. It's <laughs> just like, <pew. laughs> well, I'll tell you what's new with us. Um, I've seen like videos on TikTok and Instagram of like you know. People saying their kids are gaslighting them. And I thought, oh, that's you're, you're reading into it's that. The it's, word, just, it's the word of the moment, isn't yeah, it? Gaslighting. It's, just, it's nonsense. Until. Oh, dear. My two year old, that, that, that girl, <laughs> I distance myself here. <laughs> I, we have, we, me and my wife have a deal. And the deal is in the mornings, I get her ready, I yep. get her breakfast, and then in the evenings, she puts her to bed. So it's a fair trade off. She gets a little bit more sleep. In the morning, I get to play FIFA in the evening. It's a good deal. Yep. This morning was one of those mornings. She didn't want to put her socks on. Similar scenario. Oh. So, are you sure you don't want to put your socks on? <laughs> we just too, go downstairs. It's too it's close like, to Yeah, home. I don't want my socks on. So, okay. We go down the stairs. At the bottom step, she goes, Daddy, I've got no socks on. I went, you, you chose not to have socks on. And she said, no, you chose not to put socks on me. She's gaslighting me. <laughs> You chose not to put yeah. socks on me. Wow. That was her choice. How did you feel about that? I f- felt gaslighted. <laughs> I, I had an epiphany of what that word actually meant. <laughs> what does it actually mean? That. Because <laughs> I don't, I like, see it all the time. Like on social media. Yeah. I don't really know what it means. And I, I'm starting to throw it into conversations now. <laughs> You're just using it. Yeah. Where like, I'm saying, oh, you, you know. You were gas. You were gaslit. Gaslit. <laughs> is that what it is? But yeah, like everyone's everyone's gaslighting everyone these days. It seems. So here we go. The official definition. Yep. Is to manipulate someone using psychological methods into questioning their own sanity or powers 
of reasoning. Oh, my dad told me about this. It was from a film, like an old school film where someone was um, like t- mentally tormenting this woman and he was doing something with the gas in her house. So the gas light was coming on. And she was thinking, oh, there's a gas leak, but there wasn't. It was just this guy winding her up. Oh, uh, okay. So that's where it comes from. I, I, That isn't quite right, but it's something like that. My dad told me about it. I was like, that's amazing. It's like convincing you that you're... Log- when I say amazing, I mean... <laughs> the film. <laughs> yeah. Not um, not, not the process of gaslighting someone. But no. They don't, know, don't really know what it means. But yeah, good for you. Well, good for Noah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of... Noah not having any shoes or socks on. It's a common theme in our house. We uh, we put out the poll as to who was in the right when Noah was shoeless in the car. Yeah. Fill us in. Up, get us up to speed with what happened. If you've not heard the uh, story, essentially, on the way out to probably a soft play, uh, me and my wife were tag teaming getting Noah ready. And uh, I handed Noah to my wife before leaving the house because it was her and she took her through the threshold of the door yep on the way to soft play a 45 minute away soft play we realised that she had no shoes or socks on and I just went she's got no socks no she's got no shoes on and then was like did did you not put shoes on her and I said well you had her before you left the house so in my eyes that was her responsibility yep in her eyes obviously not so the the debate was who is in the right or who's at well who is at fault the person that gets them ready and passes them to the transport to the car so again there's a bit of clarity that's needed this was not a we're ready to go pass you over right this was oh here's the child clearly not ready didn't have a coat on clearly not ready clearly not ready yeah that's the important distinction oh, a bit of context there that was yeah. missing so we put the poll out and we said, who is in the right, Team Jace or Team M? It's not looking good, is it? Not for you. And it was 68% of people have sided with them, saying that you, Jason, Heron, <laughs> were in the wrong. Do you know what? I, I take it. Yeah? I, I put my hands up. But they didn't know that she was quite clearly not ready. They missed that. Honestly, if I'm going to be honest, I think a lot of parents would would understand where I'm coming from. I'm I on, can't remember what happened. I'm on your side. I'm just going to put it out there. Appreciate that. And when you look at the the gender split of the voters. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, There okay. are some women. I want to say it. I'm not gaslighting the world. I'm just going to say <laughs> it. There is, there's some girl code going on that quite clearly side with you. But they're voting with them because they're supporting the sisterhood. <laughs> <laughs> which can't do anything right <laughs> i i would take i would take it as my responsibility because if you, you know handing a child over in the doorway that yeah she's ready to go however you just look she's got shoot just check well em also put her in the car that's what she put her in the car em said she assumed that you were going to bring them she clocked that there was no shoes that's a different debate altogether. Mate, get yourself home. We can finish this. <laughs> we can finish this another day. Get yourself home. Put your foot down. Make sure you've got a shoe on. To, back nah, to, to be fair, we've done that before as well. 
we've done that. I, I can't put the shoes on in the, on the way. Let's just do it. Figure it out yep. later. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So we've got an update about our 10k. We just mentioned Mark. Yes. And his aggressive table. Um, <laughs> so a bit of sad news. The 10k was postponed at last minute. So the day before the the race was meant to be Sunday, just gone at. 10 past 9 on Saturday evening, we got a text saying uh, that the, the race is postponed due to snow. They had fresh snowfall and the route was covered in snow. The, the car parks weren't accessible. So the 10K was postponed. However, on a more upbeat note, we've raised £1,800 oh, come on. for the two charities. Amazing. Which is wonderful. Mm. So if you have sponsored us, um, a big thank you to all of you that have and a few of us did go and run a 10k the next day, just so we could say we did it. And we're going to redo the new date when it comes out for the official race. But I just want to give a big shout out to Professional Heating Solutions, who bought us t-shirts. Oh, they put in a really big donation, and one of the lads works for them. So I want to give them a, a massive shout out. So they've not asked me to do this. So if you're in the Midlands area and you need a boiler installed or serviced, do uh, check out Professional Heating Solutions. We really appreciate you guys for, for sorting us out with our gear and uh, a huge donation as well. Thank you so much. We're going to pick up the 10K later on, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of those ones that you, you were quite disappointed that it wasn't going ahead. Yeah, well, you know, I was going to bed early. I'd eaten well the day before. I put my prep work in. You, you weren't so disappointed. <laughs> I wasn't that disappointed because I wasn't actually going to be running it this time. And let me explain. Um, so over the last few weeks, I've been having some weird little health things. And I'll be really honest. I got pretty scared. Mm, you did. I got... I, <laughs> it's, I look back, it seems so silly now, but I thought I was going to die. And like essentially what was happening was having like panic attack symptoms just um, literally three, four times a day. Um, and I had one whilst I was out with Noah in Aldi, and I literally, in that moment, I thought, I'm going to have to text them just in case I collapse, and that's it. Um, so the good news is, it's they, they kind of know what it is now. Yeah, It's not that serious. It's all right. It's, 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 I think it's hyperglycemia. <laughs> I can't pronounce people's names. <laughs> no way I'm going to get that. Essentially, it's just low blood sugar. Um, so it's it's treatable. It's fine. We can deal with it. So that's the reason why I wasn't going to be running at short notice. That because I was scared I was just going to collapse. Yeah. And that kind of brings me on to a, a a probably deeper note. Like actually, in that moment, had I not had a daughter, I wouldn't have taken it as seriously. And I think because I got a child, it made me really kind of go, "What actually happens? Like if if I'm ill? Yeah. Like what happens? Have I got anything in place? And it's things like." health insurance and life insurance, all that sort of stuff. I just like, am I sorted? And I had to go through my documents and like make sure that if something bad does happen to me, my family's going to be okay. And I just got really kind of scared at that moment. But it's also sparked, I, I need to get fit. Mm. So the exercise train is coming back around. Choo-choo. <laughs> Choo-choo. All aboard. <laughs> and uh, my wife said I should do lunges. Oh, yeah. That's a big step forward. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got me. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. But, but everything you said before that was real, right? 100%. It wasn't yeah. just no, no, that wasn't just epic build up. Very <laughs> good joke. No, legitimately, it's one of those things that actually, like, with parents, the whole kind of build up with kids is chaotic. Oh, mate. And then now I like I reached that point where I was going, oh, no, like, life is actually, we take a lot for granted. Yeah. And it was like, I, I need to make sure that. I'm okay, and like the goal is, I want to, I want to be around for as long as I can for my daughter and for my wife, mm. my family, our little family. And it's like now I've had to go through every part of my life and going, am I actually helping to achieve that? Yeah, there are areas that I can't control that much, like sleep. <laughs> We're still not getting great sleep, but every other area of my life now, like, am I eating well? Am I exercising? Is my mental health in good, like, good condition? And it's just like being really intentional. And I think in life, we go through ups and downs of being really hot on stuff and then just like leaving it and getting lax on it. It's it's all come back down to a, okay, let's be really mindful of where everything is in my life. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was, it was, it's quite scary. Yeah. You said to me, like you thought you were having a heart attack in Aldi. I didn't, honestly didn't know what it was. I'd I'd never experienced anything like that before, but also so frequent. Mm. And so literally my heart rate would go up like... I'd start, my face would flush, my vision would blur, um, all of that. And it was just like, it was, it was really like scary. Um, and like, I, I knew as well in the day, I wasn't operating at my fullest. My my brain was cloudy and like foggy. I knew things weren't right. And it was just like the impending sense of doom that was kind of ignoring. Mm. Um, until that time in Audi was like, all right, I need to sort this out um, and just like deal with it. Um, and it's like it's one of those things now actually in a in a really weird way i'm thankful for the kick up the bum because it's like i've got to deal with this now yeah. and make sure that like longevity is at play yeah um but yeah it was it's not it's not nice and it's it's weird because i've always been on the other side when somebody's ill i've always been the support inside um like my wife's been through quite a lot my daughter's been through quite a lot yeah and i've always been the one that's been all right and that's that is easier because you don't go through the, the pain. You still suffer a lot. Yeah. But now I was in that position where I'm going, oh, what if I am the one where they have to look after me? And it's like, oh, that's, that's a dreadful feeling, especially if it's something that I've done to cause that. 
through just like bad eating or stuff like that. And is it? Could it be that? Or is there more at play? Is it so? There's of, there's a history of diabetes in my family. Yep. Um, and so that could be at play. I do eat an insane amount of chocolate, so that could be that my body's just so used to Snacks. sugar. It could also be the reason why in the past kind of year my body's been craving more chocolate because it's recognizing that I've got low blood sugar, so yeah. I'm reaching for quick, fast, fast acting like sugars and stuff. Yeah. Um, Which makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I did think that, I did that today. <laughs> Had a bueno. And like it picks you up. And the thing is, it I recognise that food makes me feel happy, like certain foods do. And it's also now the connection between I might actually have deficiencies that food is now solving. Yeah. Also tied to the joy and stuff that it makes me feel. So it's like oh, okay, got to figure this out. But it's it, there's a clear way forward, like healthy eating and all that sort of stuff and medication if necessary all that sort of yeah. stuff but just a, a note to the listeners like look out for your health mm. like are you in good shape like, is your mind are you looking after yourself those things are so important like your family needs you around and it's just one of those things yeah well it's good news that you're not dead <laughs> Mate, I'm so glad I'm chuffed <laughs> <laughs> and we've got some uh, other good news some amazingly exciting news oh what's this so me and you went to ikea oh yeah we did i forgot that for a moment we went to ikea not just for meatballs although the meatballs are nice the meatballs are superb but um cast your mind back to was it january or december i can't remember we we talk about ikea and aldi and you know places where we take our kids a lot and uh we said how cool would it be to do a live podcast recording one day with you, the listeners involved. We took it one step further and we said, how cool would it be to do that in an Ikea? I actually can't believe this is happening. And it is happening. It's happening. It's happening. So we reached out to Ikea and we said, look, we would love to do something like a parent's night out at an Ikea where we invite our listeners to to come along, grab a bite to eat. Um, There's loads of chairs in an Ikea. Loads of chairs. Everyone can have a sit down. We can record a live podcast episode, do some stuff with the audience. And uh, and they said yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm still in shock. Me too. I, I would I would love to know from the listeners, just give us your feedback. Like, would you come to Ikea live podcast recording? Yeah. Uh, we'd literally do the same f- format, do a few little extra bits, a yeah, few little yeah. giveaways. All the details are still yet to be I keyed out. That was a poor. That was a like, trying to make a reference to iron, but it stuck with I. <laughs> That's the only similarity. With Four that letters one. each. <laughs> I can stretch that. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Let us know. So we say that quite a lot. Oh, let us know this. Let us know that. But yeah. please do let us know. One, would you like to come along to IKEA? We're thinking June time because that would be a year of us doing the podcast. Yeah. Um. But one thing that IKEA said to us was, we've never done this before. We've never hosted a podcast recording. Mm. Um, so they would like to know what days would work best for you, what times would work best for you. But really, what we'd like to do is just have a uh, a night out with, with all you guys. Yeah. Just having a chat and a laugh together. And um, they have said, if you want to bring your kids along, there's the crash. They can put on some activities. Um, I think it'd be great. Sack them off. Yeah. <laughs> 
Sack him off. Leave, leave him. Leave him with the in-laws. <laughs> leave him with the in-laws, yeah. <laughs> leave him with the in-laws and come and hang out with us for an evening in oh. Ikea in Nottingham. Yes, yeah, in Nottingham. Slap bang in the middle of the country. It's pretty much an hour and a half from everywhere. Yeah. Apart from Sweden. Like, yeah, Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, please do let us know. We'll put something on Instagram. Keep an eye out, but drop us an email, parentsandtoolspod at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, we can all hang out in Ikea. That'd That's be amazing. mad, isn't it? Isn't it crazy? Isn't I think that should be really cool as well. Yeah. That'd be really fun. Yeah. Yeah, come come have some meatballs and some and some chips. Or Ikea mash. tapas? Ikea tapas. Do you know what my dad did once? He had the salmon <laughs> at Ikea. Oh, yeah. I've done that before. See, that's just wrong for me. <laughs> I'm sure it is lovely, but you go and you have meatballs. <laughs> what if you had a side of meatballs as well? That's fair enough. <laughs> Game on. <laughs> have what you want, but you've got to have the meatballs. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's amazing. Massive thank you to IKEA for for being on board. Um, that's really cool. And speaking of uh, Europe, we've had a message from international, international listeners. <laughs> you did it. I got it. <laughs> Nailed it. I got it. Yeah, listen out for next week's episode, <laughs> and that will all make sense. <laughs> so we've had a message from the person with the coolest name that has ever messaged into this podcast. Wow. I'm going to officially put it out there that Freak Heyman, <laughs> that's his real name. Really? Freak Heyman has messaged into the podcast saying the following. Let me just uh, find it. Hey, fellas, big fan here all the way over the pond in Belgium. Ooh, very nice. I've got family in Belgium, in Genk. Let us know, Freak if that's anywhere near you. Uh, my girlfriend showed me a TikTok snippet of you guys and I immediately knew this is the podcast I was looking for. Absolutely love the content. Been listening to it nonstop or rather every free moment I get. So not that much to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I became a father two months ago. Congratulations. Amazing. Uh, to a little girl called Lily. She's an absolute dream and I love her so very much. It's been ups and downs, but the podcast really helped me to put it all into perspective maybe that's been my main daddy issue in previous weeks i feel like the people with kids around me have never really been open to what it's like being a new parent i've only ever heard the good stuff no one talks about giving up a lot of your personality or stopping doing the things that you love mm. it'll get better in time i suppose but for me that's what's been the hardest part getting to terms with the new you even if lily is all so worth it Keep up the wholesome content. I'm only at episode 10, but catching up quickly. Much love, Freak Heyman. Freak Heyman. P.S. Yes, that's my real name. <laughs> it sounds pretty fake in English, but I, I swear it's the one given to me. It's Dutch. And then he's put, there is a good way to say it, and it's not freak. Oh. Looking forward to the next episode. Have a great one. So it's F-R-E-E-K. So it's not freak as in the, the usual spelling, E-A. I don't I reckon, know. I reckon it's a ch sound. How else could you say E-E? Free. Free. I've got a... a French. 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 Hey man. French. Still cool. Hey man. Hey man. And it is hey. H-E-Y man. Wow. Hey man. That's so cool. Uh, he must introduce himself. <laughs> Just a handshake. Hey, man. 
Freak. Bond James. <laughs> Bond James Bond. Hey, man. Freak, hey, man. Oh, I bet he had that all the time. Hey, man, growing up. <laughs> so I think... Unless it's pronounced differently. But it probably is pronounced differently. Yeah. Let's let's be real. <laughs> but if... I'll tell you what, Freak. <laughs> freak, hey, man, you should roll with it. So I think I'm going to I'm gonna punt on Freak. That's what I'm going to go that for. Sounds, that sounds convincing. Freak. Yeah. That's the only thing, like I said, with parents, not parents, sorry, grandparents in Belgium, family in Belgium, that's the only thing I can think it could maybe be, and I could be way off. Ah, you've convinced me. Freik Heyman. Yeah. The Dutch, The Dutch love a roll of the R. <laughs> Please let us know. <laughs> Please let us know, Freik. That's a huge topic though, isn't it? Like Massive. Coming to terms with the new you. And it's like, I, it's, love, I love that. It is. It's, it's so true, though, as well. It's, yeah, yeah. it's the new life that you know, now have. Yep. And there's no undo button. No. And it, it is there. And there is definitely a... I, I found certain parents take to it and absolutely love it and don't look back. Others really struggle with it. And there's loads of things that you can tie into it of generally just missing the old freedom that you used to have. But there's also like mental health struggles as well. And oh man, like so for us, my my wife had pretty bad postnatal depression, and for those first like weeks and months, it was the we have this responsibility, but uh she, she would say oh she doesn't want to do it, she doesn't enjoy it, she's not enjoying the responsibility. Yeah, that was really hard to like process as well, mm. and I knew that wasn't her. I knew that was like the the mental health. But that's really hard to kind of go through. But also, you go, ah, oh, I do miss just being able to just nip out and leave the the lack of responsibility. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's hard to fathom, and it's hard to be com- like communicate to people who are who don't have kids the weight of responsibility because you can't prepare for it. It it just happens. Yeah, yeah. I I'm quite fortunate that I I never really felt like that. But that's probably because I was very boring. I didn't do much before becoming a parent, you know. And then it wasn't too long. We were in lockdown. Yeah. So there wasn't too much you could do anyway. Even if you did want to go out and be like, oh, do you know what? I miss doing all this stuff I used to do. You couldn't. Mm. So that was kind of a little easier. But for for me, I I absolutely love that phrase of uh, getting to get into grips or coming to terms with the new you because it very much is mm. a new you. When people say it changes your life, it completely changes yeah your life to you know to to some extent your your friendship circles you know you you hear a lot of women that meet new friends at baby groups or classes and then that becomes your circle of friends mm. and you know it can be a very drastic change for for a lot of people um but we say it all the time it's it's one that you wouldn't trade yeah for the, for the world and I, th- I think it's one of those ones where I'm kind of on the edge of it should change your life as well because your priorities change. You, you, you're you not just a, a couple without kids with a child in the house. Yeah. Like that child takes priority over everything. And I know we joke a lot about not having time to exercise and all those sorts of things. But that's because we make sacrifices for our kids. Mm. And that does come at the detriment sometimes of our enjoyment or stuff for us. But it's for a greater reason and it's like actually being a parent that is the priority when you have a child yeah and 
all the things that come out of that and work and all those things are supporting your endeavor of raising a child. It's like even like my career and that's also important to me, but it's still now second. It's still secondary to actually being a dad. And so it's important that I, I work and still develop my career and myself, but actually I'm, and and from probably Frake's perspective, that's what I'm going for. Frake. Yeah. It does get better. Like even now my daughter is nearly three and every day it's getting more exciting and I'm enjoying it more and more and more. And I can't understand how that's possible, but it is. Mm. And it's because she's the priority in our life. It just revolves around that. Even like watch, what we watch on TV and what we listen to all revolves around this tiny little dictator of a two-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> dictator. <laughs> but I love it. Yeah. I-, I love it. Yeah, yeah. And we've said a massive part, you know, big driver for us doing this pod was that we wanted to listen to something with our kids around. Yeah. And there wasn't anything that we really enjoyed. Mm. So we jumped in and we added this element of thing <laughs> into... <laughs> into into the mix which is it's brilliant you know you you're constantly just thinking about your kids mm. and then it comes to a point where you're thinking about other people and and their kids and i've said it before like when people say that they're expecting you're just so happy for them and when people are saying i'm struggling i just want to be there even if i don't know them i just want to jump in and, and help out and say look i know exactly what it is mm. that you're feeling like let me help you out you can't do that to someone you don't know. You can't be like, let me yeah. let me change the nappy for you. Yeah. They'd be like, no, back off, mate. <laughs> I actually said that Step to yeah. a woman. We were doing some um, school viewings and um, she had a baby with her and she was holding the baby the whole time. And I said, oh, have you got dead arms yet? She went, yeah, a long time ago. And I said, if you want, like I know I'm a, guy you don't know i said but if it's too much like let me know i'm happy to hold him for a little bit she was like oh no i'll be fine like as you would yeah but i thought i just wanted to offer <laughs> to show that i know that holding a baby even though they're really light after a while yeah. becomes really hard <laughs> when you're just holding your arms in the same position with something sat on you so uh she she declined the offer but i just wanted her to know i know what you're going through yeah and there is someone here to help you out if you if you want and I think that that's probably if you're in that place where and there is definitely like a like a mourning of the old person or the mm. old life that you used to have. Um but I, I think that the way I kind of look at it is I had to come to terms with, with a new part of my character that I'd never met before, as in like Jason the dad. Yeah. I, I'd never been introduced to that part of myself ever. Because I never ha- never needed it. Whereas now I'm having to amalgamate all those responsibilities in life and enjoyments and like joys. They're all having to take time. And so like I'm trying to figure out how to be a really good dad, but also trying to figure out how to be a good husband whilst being a dad, whilst still being good at my job, whilst holding those other responsibilities. It's like it does change your whole life, but actually it's a good time to like refine the stuff that you find enjoyment in as well. Mm. And actually question yourself, oh, what things actually do bring me joy and prioritise those. And sometimes you won't have time for it because kids. <laughs> yeah. But also it's the, it, it, it's worth it. It is totally worth it. Um, I do still miss being able to just go out 
Do you still? Yeah. There, there are some times where I miss being able just to to leave, in the sense of I need to just get away from this situation. Yeah. Not like go to the cinema or go out for a meal, but sometimes I'm just like, oh, I need to I need to let off some steam. Like I'm getting a bit annoyed. I need to go out for a walk, but you can't because you can't leave the kids at home on your own. You've yep. got to stay with the thing that's winding you up. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes that's really tricky yeah <laughs> but i find it, it it ebbs and flows as well like i'm in a place the last few weeks where i just want to be around my daughter all the time like mm. it's, it's even even the point it's like oh, i need to go to the toilet just put her in the same like room i'm, I'm happy whereas like a few weeks ago it's like just leave me alone i just I need my own space yeah and, like it ebbs and flows but it's the now now when i do other things i'm looking forward to going home and even when I'm not, like, I'm quite absent-minded. If I'm out at work, I don't really think about home a lot until oh, it's time to go home. And then I'm like, oh, okay, now I need to, I'm going to go see my daughter. And that's that's joyful. That makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny, isn't it? I drove past their nursery the other day when they were at nursery. And I thought, oh, I might just go say hello to them. <laughs> just just you see how they are. And I, I thought, nah. But as, as I was driving past, I thought, oh, I really miss them today. I just wanted to go say hi. Like, all right, kiddos, and they'd be like, "Go away! <laughs> what are you doing?" <laughs> so yeah, that's a freak, freak, Mr. Heyman. Mr. Heyman, thank you so what much a for message. your message. That's a brilliant message. Um, now feels like a good time to do an opening question. <laughs> <laughs> Towards the close. Towards the the close of of the episode. So uh, our man Callum has hey, been man. on, and uh, he's put with the clocks changing later this month. What are your tips for getting a toddler to sleep in 7 p.m. daylight? Thanks for the reminder for the clocks, to I, be honest. I didn't even realise. So I, shout out to you, Caelan. I've already aired my opinion on this. There's no need for it anymore. No. Farmers are fuming. Yeah. With you. What are the tips? My tips are, I read this to my wife earlier. She said, blackout blinds, blackout curtains, <laughs> double layer, <laughs> and be consistent. That's what she said. I can't sleep without blackout blinds. So we put them in our kids' rooms as well. Yes. So they've got blackouts. Yeah. I I'm, I was the same until recently. I think I'm just getting so tired I can sleep anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what What is tricky though? We had this last year was like, right, it's time for bed now, but it's still light outside. Yeah. It's like, because normally it's like, right, look out the window, it's dark. You know, yeah. it's time for bed. It's nighttime. The moon is out. When the sun is out... <laughs> And your neighbours are like outside chatting <laughs> and having like a drink. You think, how poor kiddos. <laughs> it's still daytime. Go to sleep. Yeah, I think I found a trick that works for us. Oh, go on. Uh, it's, it's not a well-hidden trick. The soft play. Noah goes on the soft play until she's literally like sleepwalking. So you just tire them out. She tires herself out, mate. So... That, that's gonna be my plan. Six pound fifty every day. I'm the cheaper software. ones than that. They look everywhere. <laughs> Just let them run in the park. <laughs> Tire them out. Maybe wake them up early. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That's one that's coming. Oh, that's fun. Have I mentioned that we've been trialing the grow clock? Have you? I don't know if I have, but you mentioned you were thinking about it yeah we've been trying it mine. it still doesn't fucking it's work it's taken well we're loving it oh behave yourself oh, loving it it's showing off loving it to the extent that it works to go and look it's blue it's bedtime mm. she'll still wake up at half six or six go it's blue it means it's time to sleep 
yeah. whilst not sleeping. But it's working. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Happy for you. <laughs> That's another thing, you know, when it comes to parenting. Do you know when people go like, you say, oh, I'm, I'm not sleeping very well. And there's always that person that's like, oh, our kids have slept well since they were, since they were born. Yeah. I think, good for you. Yeah. Like, it's brilliant. Like, you haven't got to rub it in everyone's faces. <laughs> but like, I am genuinely chuffed for you that you don't feel that cack. <laughs> you just feel good all the time. But no, I'm, I'm just like, do you know what? Good on you. Good for you that your child doesn't tantrum in the middle of, of Tesco. I'm, I'm chuffed. Because if we could swap places, I would. <laughs> Oh well, I would, I would, I would love any tools or tips from the listeners about getting your kids to sleep on time. Thanks, Calum, Callum, for the question. Shout out, big Callum. If you do have any opening questions for us to discuss at the end of our podcasts, <laughs> please do <laughs> get in touch. I've got one more listener message. So this has come from my friend Luke, who picked up on the talking in the third person. Oh yeah, because we say you know we talk in the third person I do it all, all the time. time. Yeah. So he was at work in his warehouse and uh, did a little sneeze <laughs> and uh, he said oh bless daddy <laughs> <laughs> He's, he was telling me this in person he said I felt so stupid he said just kind of looking around thinking I hope no one heard that's got to be right up there with calling the teacher mum or dad yeah <laughs> Did you ever do that? Call yeah. your teacher mum? Yeah, a few times. I did it on purpose once. <laughs> and then like everyone was like, Oi. I was like, no, I did it on purpose. And it was like, no, you didn't, you idiot. And I, was, and I just felt more stupid. <laughs> just so embarrassing. Oh, oh, imagine bless. what other people are Bless daddy. <laughs> That's amazing. Please do send us your stories, your comments questions and let us know when you can come to ikea and hang out oh yeah that's gonna be so fun i can't wait i'm looking forward to that at parenting tools pod on tiktok and instagram thank you so much for listening we will catch up with you next week <laughs> <laughs>